a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. On local matters today, we focus on the Luxembourg city parties and their ideas on how to make the city a safer place. Because as you all have burned into your head, I hope, on Sunday we are going to vote. And security seems to be quite an important issue when it comes to deciding which party the vote is for. In part one of today's piece, we talked to the Greens, the CSV and the Pirates. And you can, of course, find these interviews on our website, aracityradio.com. In this second part, our guests come from the Democratic Party, DP, the Alternative Reform Party, ADR and the Left Party, Daylank. So loads of controversies, I'd say. We start with the ADR and their candidate, Tom Weidich. You, uh, the RDL, you aim to make the city a safer place. That's what your election program says. Security is an issue that concerns people and especially here around the Gare, Hollerich and Bonnevoie Quartier, so the neighborhoods. There has been a lot of talks about that and even and also people who really say they don't feel safe here. You yourself, you live in Bonnevoie, so yeah, in the it, middle of everything. In Bonnevoie. <laughs> I prefer actually, I'm using the Luxembourgish words in English. So, so I always tell them I live in Bonnevoie. Um, yeah, so I mean, I even, even in my case, under my balcony, there was a drug party. So in the morning, there were like, like 15 syringes uh, lying around. It was all dirty and so on. And so obviously that is unacceptable. Yeah. I have some kind of empathy for people who have a drug addiction. It's extremely hard to, 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 to control their urges. But I think that too much is too much. I think that really, I mean, uh, I think the city itself is actually offering people help. But the problem is that they often uh, don't take it or, or they're not uh, mentally capable of taking it. So I'm aware of that, but I'm also aware of my own sense of security, and I do not want people to use the space under my balcony as a drug party. Yeah. So um, I think we need to be soft in the sense that we should really offer them all the help, but at the same time, we need to give them clear borders, um, clear uh, um, limits to their behavior. If they overstep it, they need to feel the, the force of the law. So in a sense, we have a strongly law and order, but at the same time, we also want to make sure that all the facilities are there for them to get help. And now, obviously, that's not directly related to criminality. It is, but it is like drug-fueled criminality more, and the atmosphere of, of not being safe. And I think that's a, a, a more concerning thing, obviously, are the drug dealers, but also uh, like also like youth gangs, like really like teenagers who are like frustrated with life for whatever reason. And maybe also because they come from unhappy families, maybe the father is missing to actually sort them out a bit. 
And the problem is that they are not, if they roam the streets and then start attacking people, that's obviously totally unacceptable. And there we really need to do something about them and we really need to come down stronger on these people. You propose to introduce a municipal ordinance office to solve these problems and to ensure um, the law enforcement actually in the city. What would such a unit do and under whose responsibility would it be? Um, so, so, so actually it comes from the idea in Germany of the, uh, of the Ordnungsamt. And, uh, and I'm not sure how you actually call it, uh, it, it in English, maybe ordinance. I'm not sure exactly, but, 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 but I think the thing is really, I uh, we, we strongly believe that, that, that police should really take on the uh, 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 tough cases. Is that not like to, to do like minor, uh, minor stuff like, I don't know, uh, like we really uh, uh, like small issues where um, they need to write reports and so on and so We would like to give those low-level cases to like an ordnungsamt, and that would obviously be under the control of the town council. And then all the more heavy cases, the police should then act. Most uh, of your proposals regarding security aim to increase the application of the existing laws and to reinforce also the well, the law enforcement, I'd say. Um, you also, on the other hand, talked about strengthening the family as the basis for maybe preventing crime also, or for preventing this vulnerability of young people. Um, how about other measures like uh, increasing youth work, social work, or these things, these other institutions that work to prevent poverty, bagging, and criminality also? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that obviously, I think if a, if a person, especially a, a young male, we have to be honest, it's mostly men who are, uh, who are causing the trouble. Obviously, if they come from, from a, um, let's call it happy or happy family, or at least a functional family, then obviously there are like loads of control mechanisms on those young men. And of course, maybe the father or the uncle goes there and then tells him off when the mother is helpless. Obviously, we would like to support that. But I see things that also, like social workers, yeah, I think social workers can do a, 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 a something. So they can kickstart a, a process. But if there is no father in the family, for example, as I've shown like statistics in the US, for example, I mean, young males become a criminal. Yeah, I think social workers can help. But people need to accept the help from social workers. Also, I believe if you have like a brothers and sisters, it also helps you to stay more on the right path. It's a thing, and often you have like one, one child, a single mother family. That's a big issue. But I also think the other thing is, and I mean, maybe some people will not like my comments, but I think that. As that also all the asylum seekers who come here without the uh, 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 real right of being a refugee, 
also like the unaccompanied uh, I mean, young people who come from Pakistan Sudan, or like Afghanistan. I actually uh, um, talked to them in Serbia because my uh, wife is from Serbia. And I actually um, talked to, talk to several to, to them. And they are obviously, as I said, they are on their own. They are like 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. And we accept them in here. And instead of actually sending them back to their families, their distant families, or their regions, we are keeping them here completely isolated from the culture as they didn't go through our education system. And, and like no amount of social work cannot many people, maybe 20% can be help. But these people are lost in our societies because it's a totally different society than our society. And I think in that sense, we're also creating a lot of social issues. So, uh, and then neither uh, law and order is helping there. Uh, we, we also need to have a pragmatic, a common sense asylum, a, a procedure where only the real refugees are accepted here, and the other ones also unaccompanied teenagers, and especially young young men, should be sent back to to, to their countries where they fit again into society and are full members of society there, rather than being isolated entities here in Luxembourg. Yeah, that's also a very large topic, probably yeah, 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 yeah. More, more national politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, and actually, uh, um, I actually didn't want to talk about national politics, uh, but anyway, now, uh, now we did so. Sometimes it overlaps. It's yeah, yeah. hard to uh, avoid. Uh, uh, everything overlaps in life. <laughs> that was Tom Weidich, candidate for the ADR in Luxembourg City, and we talked about how his party aims to make the city a safer place. Our second guests have very different views on what security means and what needs to be done to increase security. Our second guests are Anna Correa and Asim Saga from the left party Daylenk. Yeah, lately there was this large polemic about uh, the ban of begging in the city center, which you opposed drastically. Um, for you, what would be a solution to... Um, reconcile the both sides, people who don't feel comfortable with homeless people in the streets and those who are dependent on this space? So firstly, I would say homelessness and begging is something that happens in all corners of the world. So this is nothing particular to Luxembourg. So we have to also think who is really getting pissed off by these beggars. I mean, I see some beggars at the same point sitting and at the most smiling at me just at the passeral near Bonova. And probably they, that beggar could also be part of some kind of a organized begging. But still herself, she's a victim. So she's not, uh, she's not the, the controller of the, this, this mafia or whatever, even if there is such. So the point is, if we are really against this kind of organized mafia, we would pursue uh, police investigations in order to track down what is really going on. We would never hit the victims and try to dehumanize them, criminalize them. So, uh, I mean, if there are concrete cases of harassment, de definitely action should be taken against it. But if 
it's only by intense policing that we can wish these things away then we should take the example of the united states of america it has uh, one of the fiercest police force uh, all over the world but they have not been able to get rid of homelessness drug problem or even weapons problem uh, in cities like uh, in smaller and bigger cities alike so intense policing has never worked as a means to counter these problems anywhere in the world so why do we think they will happen here uh, that will work here so it is a kind of security populism which is uh, intended to to give a psychological relief to uh, some small sections of uh, society and to also suppress any kind of meaningful debate about it and uh, also it's it's interesting because this kind of things are coming up only just before the election and then there are some knee jerk reactions and policies are being implemented also just few months before the election if there is some concrete statistics that should be published and discussed but so far as uh, i'm concerned if you take any statistics of the european level luxembourg is one of the safest city mm-hmm. and maybe also like an um, an example we had like uh, during covid um, a lot of uh, association like asti who was really um, in protecting like the victims of uh, human trafficking there was like this one example of a woman who she um, there was the woman who um denounced her um employer to for uh unpayment and also trafficking her and the first thing that the police done is like to um evacuate her like to mm. f- to brazil so if if the victim knows that if i go publish and i go to the police and the first thing that the police doing is getting rid of me then i don't have any uh main to uh go against them so we need um, a more efficient law about protecting the victims of uh, human trafficking before we punish them in um in um getting them back to their countries or where they were um at least and luxembourg is uh with uh, 5.5% w- one of I don't want to say highest but it's not like uh, something that we should uh, neglect um so we need like a law who protects the victim of human trafficking a better one <laughs> of course mm, nevertheless if you say well police uh, enforcement is not the right solution and uh, we need more protection for victims mm, nevertheless people do feel not safe enough in Luxembourg city that's what people say that they felt safer a few decades ago and now lately haven't felt safe anymore what do you do you have any solutions for this um, perceived or real insecurity have we believe that uh, this perceived insecurity is an um, it's an illness of 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 our time at the moment because they don't feel safe in the street but we don't feel safe also like in the in the in the in the future perspective we don't feel safe also so this kind of uh insecurity all along uh, the day it's it's getting also like uh, bigger and um 
Yeah, there are um, a, a few points of uh, how can we empower also people who feel insecure. I don't want to say that everybody needs to get like a self-defense course, but the police, uh, they're having courses like that. And I was also participant of one of that, just to feel like more secure uh, in the day and to know how to re react when a person um, attacks me. And that is not only to have in Luxembourg, but this is general. If you want to travel alone or maybe as a two person, it's always good to know how to defend yourself, but also how to react and not react on, on um, attacks. And um, this is one possibility that you can empower people also like to feel safer in the city. We had also like this kind of um, sondage um, where, where the people were asked what do they need to feel safer in, in a city. And the, and the five uh, points, the five first points, there was like just urbanistic um, adaptments, like more lights in the dark uh, corners, like readapting like the parks for, for women. So um, the, the people already has some idea how to create more safety in their neighborhood. And, and we ask them also that when they um, rearrange uh, the neighborhoods, they should ask the people who live there because they are the users. They know where are the, are the, the dark points of their neighborhoods and they know also what they need to be safer. So maybe for Bonnevoie there will be like other um, suggestions than maybe for Merrill or for other uh, neighborhoods here in uh, Luxembourg City. And also the youth, the, the youngsters and the kids, we always forget them. So how could they feel safer? Nevertheless, people here, especially in the uh, neighborhoods of Gare and Bonnevoie, people complain, well, they, they um, associate security to the drug criminality and in general criminality and the uh, other factors maybe. Um, Is there anything that you, or do you aim to improve the situation for the people? Yes, I think we definitely want to improve the situation. And we think that the, f the first thing that we have to do is social action. And once we exhaust this option, and uh, the options of also... Uh, mm, small changes such as more lighting so in a way uh, urban designing as uh, means to tackle these issues once we exhaust these issues and if they still remain there then we can definitely think of uh, what can be called as more harsher means but we have definitely not exhausted uh, the first means that we should uh, use and secondly I would say that When we live in a very multicultural society where a lot of population is in a state of flux, that creates a kind of uh, uh, what can be called an urban anonymity in the society. And this kind of urban anonymity is linked also with the uh, loneliness uh, due to individualistic lifestyle. And at the same time, Being deprived of the community feeling, you also give rise to different insecurities. Just to give you an example, uh, in a small village, nobody feels insecure because everyone knows everyone else. 
So with the new population, people who live here only for two, three years and move on, this has created a different kind of societal environment. And I would say that has also added a bit to this kind of uh, insecurity. Secondly, we have a lot of people in the city who... Your, your social background can also matter in these cases. So, for example, some people who have never been exposed to poverty or who have never seen poverty on this kind, in this way, uh, bare poverty, they might be more shocked than others who have seen. I mean, I come from India and, well, there is obviously security and uh, safety issues are uh, a bit more uh, relevant in India. But I see still in India that uh, young kids who are, let's say, 8, 9, 10 years old, school-going kids, they do roam around the cities uh, of the same size as Luxembourg, even though the safety issues might be a bit more worrying. So this is also something about uh, mentality and something about how, how insecure we feel. So it's, it's a very complex and multifaceted question, and I think that we ju just shouldn't resort to knee-jerk reactions. It's a, uh, but we sh it's a question that we should definitely engage with and we cannot put it under the rug as well. So. Those were Anna Correa and Asim Kshirsaga from the left party Daylink talking about how they aim to increase security in the city of Luxembourg. Our third guest for today is Patrick Goldschmidt for the DP. Your plans mainly to include more cameras, more police presence, more security forces, more law enforcement. This kind of measures yeah, for law enforcement and control have already been increased a lot during the last 10 years and even longer. However, people, especially here in Bonnevoie, in the Gard district as well, say they feel less and less safe in the city. So what do you intend to do to improve this? Um, first of all, uh, cameras have not been that much increased. Uh, in the contrary, they were even prohibited and we are challenging the, the ministers that we want the cameras back uh, uh, on the Plaza Milieu, so Aldringen, also in the parks. Either there are cameras there and they do not work. or So we would like to have more cameras in, on hotspots. We also would like to have more police and security people. So and if the police is not available, we need to find other solutions. What we did, for example, with the social project with uh, Avocoté, we have already now, or Avocoté, this uh, they have already uh, hired 21 people for us in order to work in the various neighborhoods uh, for Bonnevoie, Gare, and uh, the center and the park. This also helps a lot because this gives you more uh, security because they're working around. But that's not police. We also tried with uh, security firms, and we still have securities firms, private ones, but they are just... Um, going around and uh, checking our various buildings. So they have a clear mission where they can go from one building to another to see if everything is, is okay. What we are asking is to have again a kind of municipal police, 
not because we want to challenge the minister, but we say we are a European capital, an international capital, where we cannot close our eyes and say there is no uh, criminality there. The statistics uh, show us, and it's not only statistics, the figures show us that the safety is an issue, not only in Bonnevoie, but also in Bonnevoie, Altengar, and in the parks, and that we have to do something. The only thing is today, the mayor has no competence over the police, and therefore I say we do not want a new police municipal, but we want a police, a group, but under the responsibility of the mayor. And therefore, we clearly ask not only the Democratic Party, but we ask it already since a long time. But that's something that has to be decided on a national level. But why, why do you think that a municipal police could do this job better than the national police, if in the end it's the same organization with the same people? So first of all, the policemen, the people behind, are the same and they are all good. That's not the issue. But if you have um, the chief of the police saying, you five, you go to Hesperange, you five, you go to Marma, and you ten, you go there. And unfortunately, uh, Mrs. Polfer, we only have two left for the city. That's not good. So if we have 25, they are under the responsibility of the mayor. That's something different, meaning that uh, we decide where they are. So if we think that together, of course, we're responsible from the police, that it's better that they are in the Parc de Gasbrich, then they will be in Gasbrich and they will not be in Dikirch. But does this kind of um, communication not exist to decide that the police decides together with the commune where? We have absolutely no competence on that. We have a good contact with the responsible uh, of the region, but he has to manage his police corps. It's, uh, it's, we cannot tell him, uh, yes, uh, you have 50, can you give us half of them? We can ask it, but he said, I will take note of that. I ask you if uh, we do something uh, the weekend and you say no, I cannot, uh, <laughs> I cannot uh, enforce something. So, of course, they are good uh, relation, but if they have not uh, today the necessary uh, structure, it's very difficult. The mayor can do nothing about it. Thank you, Patrick Goldschmidt. Thank you for the invitation. That was Patrick Goldschmidt for the DP talking about how his party, which has been in the city government for quite some time now, sees the needs in terms of security in the city. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on our city radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on ourcityradio.com.